Dani en Lucia op 93.6 FM. And we are speaking to the man who knows all things electrical cars this morning. So I, I have pumped you up and I've yeah. let you know that Ian McLaren, we're speaking to him. He's been in the motor journalism industry for the past 20 years. And if someone knows about cars, he is the man. Good morning, Ian. Hi, good morning, Lucia. How are you? Well, yourself. Good, thank you. Keeping warm. <laughs> we <laughs> all trying. need to. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying, Ian. That's wonderful. So, Lucia has been coming with this, this topic. Uh, it's about a, a month, two months ago. She's mentioned now she's looking to buy an electric car, but she doesn't really know a lot about it. Do I know a lot about it? I said, no, nothing. I don't know anything. <laughs> and I don't even know where we can charge it. Nothing about that. So, it's lovely to chat to you this morning to just to find out a little bit more. Okay, yes, so no, I'd like to be here. I know that you took a long trip in an electric car, so you know quite a bit about it. Let's start with that number one question. If you put fuel up against the price of mm. electricity and units in terms of um, the consumption, how is it going to work out cost-wise? So, so to begin with, um, uh, electric vehicles are definitely coming, and, and they, they, they're coming quickly. I think next year there's about... Uh, three or four that are going to launch in the country. Wow. So currently there's a few already on, on, on sale. Um, so what you would do is you you generally pay a bit more a premium now for the car um, because of taxation on the government side. So they need to come to the party in terms of making it cheaper. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, if you charged uh, an electric car at your home and you would get a wall box mounted into your garage when you buy an electric car, it's part of the purchase price. Okay. Then if the car, for example, the one I drove, had a 90 kilowatt hour battery capacity, and if Eskom charges that's rounded off to two rand a kilowatt, uh, it would then charge cost you 180 rand to fill that battery from empty to top. Oh, wow. So, and then, yeah, so then what happens is in, in for the Porsche Taycan, for example, the one I drove, that gives you a range of around 400 kilometers. Goodness. Oh, wow. So it's actually going to be um, more affordable mm-hmm. for you. I mean, if you're thinking about filling up your car or filling up to about 400 kilometers, that's not mm. going to yeah, cost absolutely. you 180 rand. No. So it's going to charge you, it's going to cost you more uh, efficient um, to charge by electricity, but then obviously you pay a premium currently on the car. So mm-hmm. at mm. some stage, it'll, 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 you'll make up that difference. Okay, now Ian, it's a manly, ask, a manly question, but the top speed, what are we talking about? No, well, the, the Taycan I drove, probably top speed is 220 kilometers an hour, so Goodness. you don't lose anything in terms of performance. If anything, off the line, if you've ever driven a golf cart, Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a similar feeling. So there's, there's, there's because there's, uh, um, there's no drivetrain components like an engine. Yeah. There's no delay between putting your foot down and 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 shooting towards the horizon. So wow. you gain in terms of immediate performance. And no, there's currently there's no compromise in terms of top speed. Um, the only the only downside to electric vehicles at the moment is they're relatively heavy. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a bit like a mobile phone, you know. If you can, if you compare how heavy your phone was and how long the battery lasted <laughs> five to six years ago, and now how light it is comparably, and how long the battery lasts, that's exactly what's going to happen with electric vehicles. So they're going to get lighter. They're going to get. Um, you're going to be able to travel further with them. So in an ideal world, what you do is you'd have your wall box at home. Mm-hmm. You come home, you plug it in overnight. Uh, it doesn't really matter if you get low shed for two hours because a bit like your mobile phone. You know, over the course of the evening, it's definitely going to charge no matter what. Yeah. Yes. Then you've got 400, maybe 500 with the cars that are coming, kilometers worth of range. So you can you can 
head around town, do what you need to do, go to the office, mm-hmm. and then all you do is you come back and plug it in overnight again. Okay. That's incredible, wow. Okay, so thinking about that now, now you want to go on holiday, right? And you've pumped your car up at home, you've filled it, it's all charged, ready to go. But now, where are, is South Africa equipped to actually charge your car along the way? Do you take a travel charger with you, or how does that work? So I, I learned so much. I drove um, up to George um, for the weekend in a, in a Porsche Taycan, mm-hmm. and I left Cape Town with the full charge. And I was actually relatively uh, surprised to find out that um, a a company called Grid Cars, they actually have installed charge stations um, Mm -hmm. by all accounts within every 200 kilometers of all the major routes in South Africa, so N1, N2, and N3. So, for example, I left um, Somerset West. I drove over. There's a charge station in Caledon, Mm -hmm. which I I had enough range to go past. There's one in Swellendam. Uh, just outside Swellendam, Buffalo Yaks Yes. And then there's another one in Riversdale. So I was able to comfortably get to George by only stopping in Riversdale for a coffee for half an hour and charging. Uh, and then uh, in, in George, there's a few uh, options, including at the George Mall. So it's, it'll only improve, but for the time being, I was quite surprised to find there are actually charge stations around. And um, they do work. Wow. wow. You see, m- what I'm thinking now is uh, you won't be able to take a five liter and say, okay, I'm just going to walk to a petrol station, <laughs> get my fuel and walk back and just fill up if you, you get stranded. With this, you have to get to the pump. You know, there's no alternative at mm. this stage. Yeah, so so what, I, what, what I found really reassuring is I, I've driven electric cars before, the older ones, and mm. what would happen was it would tell you that you've got 100 kilometers left before the battery dies. Mm. And then you'll go up a mountain pass or you'll overtake a truck and the next thing you've got 60 kilometers <laughs> left. Yes. And, and it drops a note. So what the newer cars, what I was relieved about the Porsche in particular, is it will tell you to the, within a, a percentage up or down how much percent you've got left at your destination and then once you start trusting the car then you can start relaxing a little bit and actually plan your trip around it but yes i mean if you break down in an electric car then you have to you phone in <laughs> flatbeds yeah. you're in trouble <laughs> yeah. but it just it doesn't it didn't take a hell of a lot of planning from my side to to start to feel comfortable and to trust trust the process so to speak wow. Ian, so you mentioned the name now. Is it an app that you download to, to track your, your whole route or to see exactly where those power stations are? Or yeah, so there's a company called Grid Cars that installed the infrastructure and they were, um, Jaguar South Africa actually funded the process. Um, uh-huh. So you'll see, you'll see that they are Jaguar branded charge stations, but they do work on all electric cars. So you get mm. adapters um, with the car and things, so it will work. So And then you've got an app and a website and I'll tell you that when I went to Riversdale on the way back I stopped in Riversdale and the whole town was out of electricity for maintenance for the day mm-hmm. so I, the, the, the charge station didn't initially work and I was thinking now how do oh I explain goodness. this to my wife but there's a, there's, a, there's a phone number on the charge station and a WhatsApp number that you can WhatsApp and within five minutes on a Sunday afternoon Mornay from Gridcars phoned me and said listen we can see you that uh, you've plugged the car in but the box isn't working no problem and the box turns out the box is actually linked to the generator at the engine garage in riversdale yes. so i could hear him ticking away on his keyboard and the next thing the charge station came to life and <laughs> the car was charging again so amazing I, it was a fascinating fascinating road trip um and, and i'm feeling a lot more positive about south africa being equipped uh, yeah. relatively for to to accept electric vehicles
This is incredible. I'm, I'm stunned now this morning, you know. And, and I want to just ask the rhetorical, rhetorical question. Why not, Why don't we go over? Why, what's, <laughs> what's keeping us from just going over to electric cars? That's basically my biggest question now. And it actually sounds amazing, Donnie. Um, if I just go off that, they are releasing SUVs now. Yeah. So if people say, oh, I don't want a small car. Now there are bigger cars. There are SUVs. There are a bit of everything for everyone. Thank you so much, Ian. No, no problem at all. Fantastic. So Great if you want song. to go find out more about cars, what to buy, what's the best, what's mm. what's the next move, you can go check Ian out. He is on social media. Ian McLaren, thank you so much for talking to us. And you can also find this on our Facebook page. Thank you, Ian. Have a lovely day. Have a good, great, great day. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ian. Cheers. We'll definitely uh, catch up on Ian again because uh, I am totally stunned by this. And uh, I want to know more. I want to just go and read up on it. You ready to trade I'm your bucky in ma- and get the electric bucky now? Electric bucky it doesn't sound good. It doesn't <laughs> sound good. But, but you never know. You never know. <laughs>